0: To Jeremiah 2. Hallelujah. God's so good. Hallelujah. Appreciate my church family. Whatever you're going through, God knows. God sees it. He's going to help you. Just let him. And he said, just let him. Hallelujah. Jeremiah 2. Father, thank you. Thank you, Lord, for just how faithful you are. God, you just been so good to us, Lord. Lord, so much of what we see going on in our lives, God, it's so easy to see the enemy fighting. But Lord, you have just come through so beautifully in so many different ways. And we give you the glory. God, not one of us can boast except for how awesome you are, Lord. And thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for what you're doing. And, God, we want to see you lifted high in our lives more than ever before, Lord. God, I pray for each one here today that we might hear this word. And, Lord, as you challenge us to look at our lives, God, and examine ourselves, let your spirit work and give us wisdom and direction on, Lord, how to leave this house better. We love you. We thank you, Lord. We ask it all in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. 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 Jeremiah 2, verse 4. Hear ye the word of the Lord, O house of Jacob, and all the families of the house of Israel. Thus saith the Lord, what iniquity have your fathers found in me, that they are gone far from me, and have walked after vanity And are become vain. God bless you. You can be seated. My heart breaks when I read verses like this. There are many nestled into the pages of the prophets of the Old Testament. When you see God's judgment being pronounced on his children. You'll see him say things like, where have I let you down? What have I done that you would leave me and go serve idols? What iniquity have your fathers found in me that they are gone far from me? You can hear the broken heartedness of God. Some chapters... Go on and on about how God said, I, I did this for you, and I gave you this, and I I gave you victory, and I blessed you, and I became a father and a friend to you. Why would you go after things that have no value? You remember what he said to David when he confronted was confronted by his sin? David, a man after God's own heart. The Lord comes to him and says, I gave you the kingdom, I gave you this throne, I gave you your family, I gave you all these things, and if that wasn't enough, I would have given you whatever you needed. Why would you go after something like the adultery and covering it up with murder? What People have sold themselves out for things that are worthless. And I've said it many times. I think about somebody like Judas and I think about the benefits, the the advantages that he had following Jesus. Those 30 pieces of silver meant nothing. He cast them out. Is he going to see that for eternity? This is what you sold out for. Esau gave up his Birthright for a a, a bowl of uh, of pottage of uh, is can you just see it hold it up and say this is what I sold out a relationship with Jesus for this is what I gave my soul for what would it profit a man if he gained the whole world right. and lose, lost his own soul right. what would you give in exchange for your soul right. he says to them that ask them this question what just tell me. What, what iniquity have you found in me? What did I do wrong? But he says that you would walk after vanity and become vain. All right. That is a hard truth to be confronted with. That, that when people walk away from God, they go after vanity. Right. That they walk after... It's, it's humorous sometimes to see what God says about their idol worship. You're you're looking at a a piece of wood and saying, "Oh, you're you you've created me." You're looking at a piece of metal and saying, "You have formed me." Right. He talks about how the the workman goes out and and, and cuts a piece of wood and, and and makes an idol out of part of it, and then takes the other part home and cooks his dinner with it. Right. Same wood. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But how much how much of this world really people? Put a value on that really is worthless next to their own soul and a walk with God. And he says, not only did they walk after vanity, but they were they became vain. It's a sad, sad situation that this day that we live in, you hear about evolution and the Big Bang Theory and so much of the atheist community that is controlling all that's being put out with Science and and a lot of the, the the schools that that really perpetrate an idea of we've come from nothing we come from 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 animals we are just really just uh, happenstance you don't have any real value and when we open up a Bible and it says you are made in the image of Almighty God you are the crowning creation of His this earth that He has made. I want to ask you a question that I think is an extremely important question to ask. And it is something that will challenge you. And, but I believe so much of any of the blessings, the benefits of, that I've seen in my own life are going to be based on these two questions that I'm going to ask you. Not only do I see the blessings of it in my life, but I also see that it challenges me even today. Now, this first question might be very easy for you to answer. This is how the Lord laid it on my heart just a few days ago. What's the most important thing in your life? What is the most important thing in your life? We're talking about vanity, talking about worthlessness. But what is worth the most in your life today? It's easy. To say that it's God. It's easy to say that it's your relationship with him. That it's your desire to be in heaven with him someday. That your soul would be right with God. That is so easy to say. But let me ask you this question as a follow-up question. What's the most important thing? Or rather the most important part of your day? What is gets the most value? In your life day by day. All right. See, I can listen to somebody say, oh, I love God with all my heart. But then ask them, how, how do you spend your day? Right. Amen. Right. How do you spend your time? Right. Right. See, you, uh, we know a lot about spending money. But how much more important is it for us to understand how we spend our time? Amen. Jeremiah dropped down to verse 8 in chapter 2. The priest said not, where is the Lord? And they that handle the law knew me not. The pastors also transgressed against me. And the prophets prophesied by Baal and walked after things that do not profit. See, it's so easy to say, hey, oh, I love God so much. What are you walking after? What it is, again, it's so easy. There are people, I've seen it, dime a dozen, if I could say it that way. That might be kind of sharp. But people that will say, I love him. He's, he's everything to me. And then you see how they spend their time. Right. Do they spend their time going after what they said was valuable? See, you will go after what you value. Right. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So often I, I hear people, oh, I, I tell you, we're living in the end times. And, and I believe Jesus is coming soon. Then you see what they spend their time on. Uh, hallelujah. If you really believe it, you're going to spend your time wisely. It's so easy. But are you more like the one that says he's delayed his coming? And I have time. I've got plenty of time. And so you waste your time on things that really have no no profit, no value. Vanity. It, I will tell you this much of the depression that is in the day today, in, in people's lives today, is because they feel that worthlessness. They followed after that. And it's, it's easy. It's not fair. It's not right. See, they have something that has so much value. Did you spend your time on things that have value? Because if you consistently waste your time, You're going to find yourself in a place of no profit, of no value. Amen. We talk about stewardship. It's a Bible word. It means that when God gives us something, how we handle it. He wants us to be good stewards of what he's given us. Many of the parables, many of the stories of the kingdom of heaven say, hey, it's like a business owner that says, I've got a lot of good stuff, but you know what? I'm going to give it to people and trust them to take that stuff and do good things with it, things that I would want them to do. And I'm going to go away and I'm going to come back and I'm going to reckon with them how they spent what I gave them, right? Some of them talk about talent. Some of them talk about pounds and different things. But it really is recognizing what we have comes from God. Now, what do we do with it? And it's easy to look at those things. And I'm not saying it's totally not uh A way to apply the word of God. But when we think about good stewardship, a lot of times people talk about finances and money. And uh, certainly, God gave you the ability to work and and to labor with your hands to get a paycheck. What you do with that, I believe God is going to give an account for that. Do you put God first? Do you give him what what he is worth? Do you take the rest of it? and, And are you wise with it? Amen. But how much more important is it? You know, a lot of people with their, with their finances, they can say, well, I've got faith. Faith is not being reckless and then hoping God pulls you out of a jam at the end of the day. Right. Being wise means you're praying about things beforehand. Right. Yeah. Amen. Maybe even getting some counsel about it. Right. Well, praise the Lord. Right. But how much more ought we to be concerned with how we spend our time? Amen. That we would look at really everything God has given us. That's, uh, I don't know a better way to put it. It's just the stuff your life is made of. It's time. It's the dash between the two dates on the headstone. Amen? Everything, if you're going to grow in God, if you're going to be an encouragement, if you're going to be faithful, you're going to have to spend your time wisely. It's not going to happen with good luck. It's not going to happen because you you wish it will happen. You're going to have to make some tough decisions to spend your time on things that have value. I'll tell you something. The battle that we all have, if you don't have it, God bless you. But I'll tell you, I do to waste my time. Amen. Amen to take the most valuable thing that I have to use for the kingdom of God and squander it on things that have no value. But when you look at your life and you turn around and say, what happened? Where are all the blessings? I'm a Christian. I love God. How did you spend your time? Amen? Amen. Ephesians, the fifth chapter, talks about our time. Ephesians 5 verse 15 says, see then that you walk circumspectly. Don't remember just who testified. Just seems like they all went together so well. Talks about walking circumspectly, taking one step in front of another. Do you realize that's how life happens? I know we like miracles to just Boom! Happened. I prayed. Boom! Happened. Here I am. I'm a I'm a I'm a baby Christian. Boom! Now I'm doing everything just right. Wait a minute. If you're going to grow, it's going to be a process, and you're going to have to apply yourself to it. No excuses. Look at it, look at this creation. Look at how God set it up. It, things take time. Amen. Did somebody say something about a a, a garden tonight? Uh, you know uh, those those vegetables, the the fruit in the in the orchard, all those things, that uh, all the labor that goes into that. Amen. Right. Yeah. And can I tell you what? If it's, it's going to take some time, and you're going to have to cultivate, right. yeah. going to have to take care of some things, right. Right. and. Uh, You can sit back and say, why is it so, so I can't understand why this person has such a, so many good things happening in that, in their field and my field is barren. How did you spend your time? Amen. Make decisions to spend my time on things that will take my walk with God farther. Amen. I I really believe that this is what Jesus said. A lot of people don't get this. I've got to make some tough decisions if I want to grow in God. Amen. I can look at people in my life who didn't grow in God. They went backwards. It's not good luck. It's just a matter of fact. You've got to make some hard decisions. Say, ah, I didn't know. I took all that to be a Christian. Jesus said, take up your cross. And follow me. Right. Amen. Amen. That you're going to have to take up your cross. That means it's going to you know, he said, Come unto me, all you that labor heavy laden, I'll give you rest. Yes, Read about it. He said, Take my yoke upon you. Learn of me. Yep. For I'm meek and lowly heart, for my burden is easy. And my, my yoke is easy. My burden is light. Amen. Light. Yes, sir. Did you hear that? I'm telling you, the way of the transgressor is hard, but the child of God has a burden. Child of God has a yoke. Child of God has to make some decisions. Every day, you're gonna get up in the morning, there's gonna be some, some things that your, your flesh will naturally be drawn to. That's called temptation. Amen. And you, God's gonna be there and tell you, nope, 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 nope. Right. Amen. Right. And you can say, I don't hear you. I, I, I just, you know, I, I, I'll get, I'll do better tomorrow. I, I still love you, Jesus. Come on. Amen? Amen. But you spend your time yeah. following your flesh. Be not deceived. Yes, sir. Right. Galatians says, don't kid yourself. Right. Don't lie to yourself. Right. God's not mocked. That's not right. What does that mean? That means whatsoever man soweth, that shall he also reap. Yes. Amen. You can say, I love God all you want. You can say, I, 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 I want so much to please him. But are you sowing your time wisely? All right, right. That is it. Yes. That's what obedience is. Amen. I, I, I hear the word of God. I understand the word of God. I do the word of God. I'm tempted not to, but I do it and you faithfully do it. And you know what? After a while, after a week, you say, I, I, I tried to do all that I could and I'm still just not where I need to be. You keep on taking steps. You keep on spending your time wisely. No, that's right. Amen. I can tell you today, in my own personal experience. There's things in my life right now. 54 years old that I'm saying, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. It wasn't easy. Sometimes the decisions I've made, it was so hard. Sometimes it was going through storms and hurtful things. But Lord, today I'm blessed today. I'm reaping some things that I've sowed. Amen. Hallelujah. It's not always easy, but, but you know what? You just keep on being faithful. You keep on making, spending your time wisely. Amen. Just keep on heading in that direction you're going to get there. Right. Amen. Making decisions to spend my time on things. that are going to take my walk. If I want, if I really love God and I want to make it to heaven, I'm going to have to take steps in that direction. Right. Right. I remember talking to a man in his, in tears, talking to me about how horrible his life is and how everything's going wrong. And, and, uh, I had spent a few times talking, trying to help him see, Hey, here's what we need to do. And here's what God can do. And we need to get to church. We need to pray. We need to first put God first. Amen. But God's going to help you stop doing some of these things that are just completely destroying your life. And, uh, Stood in tears after just rejecting every bit of counsel and advice and prayer that I gave to stand and again coming back crying and saying, I just believe, I believe it's going to be all right. I believe everything's going to work and I believe it's going to be better. And I said, that's like saying I'm going to go out here to Route 30 and turn left towards Gettysburg. And I really believe I'm going to York. It makes that much sense to keep spending your time foolishly and thinking something good's going to come out of it. Be not deceived. Yeah, that's right. God's not my you gotta sow yeah, right. you're gonna have to make the changes when God says here it is I'll give you the wisdom I'll give you the truth I'll give you the strength I'll give you the enabling power but you're gonna have to do what God won't do right. and that's spend your time yeah. wisely yeah. Amen. amen somebody say prayer, prayer. prayer's a choice yeah. prayer's a choice You can plan to pray, but that's not praying. Amen. Amen. You can spend time saying it's prayer time, but are you really praying? Amen. Well, praise God. You know something? If you're going to pray, pray. If you're going to pray, put your heart into it. See, not only you can say, well, I made a decision to pray. You're heading in the right direction. That's a good decision. Right? Amen. But how many know it's a battle to pray once you've made your decision to pray? The battle's not over now that you made a decision to pray. Now you got to say, what kind of quality am I putting into that prayer? Oh, yeah. Are you going to let God move in that prayer? Are you going to spend some time getting in the spirit? Are you going to spend some time listening to God talk to you? Or are you just going to say, I prayed. Check it off my checklist. Right. Somebody who is concerned about spending their time in prayer properly is going to do well. Amen. Amen. It's not always easy. That's why it's easier to give up sometimes. Amen. Hallelujah. If you pray right, God's going to teach you. Amen. If you pray right, you're not always going to get up and say, wow, that's awesome. Sometimes you're going to say, ouch. Amen. If you tell me you pray every day and God isn't convicting you of sin in your life, God isn't trying to help get you to perfect you. Hey, the way is narrow. Few there be that find it. We're living in the end times. This is no game. You ought to be, you ought to say, Hey God, if there's anything I need, I need it. I want, I don't want to wait till, till later. Get it, get me right. Prayer is going to be instrumental in that. Prayer is going to get your heart in a place where you can say, okay, God, there's going to be some things after a while. You'll just know I'm uncomfortable. All right. Right. I know that's not godly. I know that's not pleasing to God. There have been things. I'm telling you a day into being filled with the Holy Ghost, there were things. People say, why did you throw that out? I don't know, but I knew it wasn't godly. I knew God convicted me of it. Right. Right. But I'll tell you this. Be careful. I know a lot of folks say, well, I'm just not convicted of it. Is it? Did God say it? Hey, I want to tell you something. I would not want to stand before God on Judgment Day. I don't care if you pray three hours a day. Right. And he said, this is what my Bible says. You heard the preacher preach it. You've seen an example in the saints. You know what my word says. But you, you said, I don't feel convicted. You imagine your child saying, I, I know what you said. just didn't really feel it. Oh, then it doesn't matter. Is he God or not? Is he God or not? See, I want to spend my time not just saying I prayed, but I want to—I want that prayer time to be bringing me closer to God. Yeah. And that means it's going to challenge me sometimes. I'm going to get convicted sometimes. I'm going to feel I'm going to be directed. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Well, praise God. See, prayer, I want to spend that time the best way I can. How many understand? You, did you ever spend time with somebody, but they didn't really spend time with you? Or maybe it's the other way around. Maybe you were distracted. Right. Amen. Amen. That's quality time in the throne room of God. Right. That's quality time in the presence of God. Right. I mean, do you believe it? Right. Do you really believe that right. that that you're talking to God and God wants that and God desires that? It's going to be a battle. It's not always going to be easy. Right. Spend that time wisely. Don't let your mind wander. Ask God to help you. Yes, amen. See, this is so practical. I, this is what I love about God. Because sometimes I come into his presence and, and I'm, I'm feeling that. I'm I'm just it's so hard for me. Or I feel like I want to just love him and worship him. And and I feel, it makes me mad sometimes because my feelings and my abilities seem like they fall so short. Yeah. My love doesn't feel like enough love to show him. Right. So you know what? I just talk to him about it. Yeah, right. It's that simple. If you want it, you just go after it. Right. Right. Don't, uh, well, I wasn't going to waste my time praying when I didn't feel it or I was not. I was so distracted. No, stop. Yeah. Right. Can you imagine your friend saying, I'm just so distracted. I'm just not going to spend any time with you. Well, talk to me. Right. That's right. God will help you. Right. See, that's the awesome thing about God. When I feel like my love falls short, when I feel like my time is just distracted, and and I feel like I'm saying things but my mind is going a different direction, I can stop and just say, God, I'm so sorry. I'm just so, I'm just so weak, and I need you to help me. Can you help me love you like you really deserve to be loved? Can you help me, Lord, just focus my time? People give up. Some of you do that with the Bible. Amen. I know you do. I want to read the Bible. But I struggle with it, cause it's just tough. It is tough. But there's a way to do this. Yeah. You pray, you can ask questions, you can get some preaching, and, but you know what? The Word of God, you, you opened up your Bible today, that's awesome, that's great. Look what it says in Psalm 51. You're spending your time wisely if you open up the Bible. But I can tell you, over the years, so many people that have been through this church, they don't know their Bibles. They get offended and uptight, and I'm thinking, you know what? Do you read your Bibles and realize how serious this is? Do you see how the Bible is written and, and how it's not pulling any punches? It's not playing games. It's very serious. You're going to get that kind of, you know, uh, Understanding if you're in the word of God, Psalm 51, six says, behold, thou desirest truth in the inward parts and in the hidden part, thou shalt make me to know wisdom, making up your mind that your day is going to include prayer and you're going to make sure, Hey, it's important. It's important. I'm going to give him my attention. I'm going to get into the word of God and I'm going to I'm going to put this in my heart and I'm going to do my best to know this and learn this because this is how I know Jesus. It's not what I feel he's like. He's not going to reveal something to you outside of what he's already said to you. He is. But it's a challenge. Amen. Some of us don't like to read. Some of us really don't like to read Elizabeth in English. But you know what? You pray and you seek God and you're going to find out God is real. Yeah. Yeah, and he's going to talk to you when you apply yourself. Yeah. Yeah. The biggest problem is that spending your time saying, I'm going to do it with quality. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. All right, we make up our minds. I'm going to pray. I'm going to get into the Bible. But we do it with such a half heart. We do it so lukewarmly sometimes. Amen. It doesn't work that way. Say, what's the difference between someone who's still hanging in there but struggling? I'm going to tell you, how do you spend your time? Is it hit or miss? Amen. Uh, If you're sowing inconsistently, your reaping is going, it's going to show. And you can say, hey, I really did pray. Did you really pray consistently? Did you get into the word of God consistently and put your heart into it? There is hardly a day that goes by that I don't answer questions about the word of God All right. with as much time as I'm able to. Because people say, hey, I need to know this. I need to get involved in this. Amen. I'm not saying it's always the same person every time. But somebody says, hey, I'm reading the Bible and I want to make sure I'm applying this right. Or, you know what? Hallelujah. You can make decisions to do better in the things you struggle in. You can. The help is there. There's going to be there's we've been doing this for a while. There's a way to excel. It's not just luck that somebody does good. Somebody's made up their mind. I'm going to get into uh, 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 the word and get into prayer and I'm going to put my heart into it and I'm going to grow. You can't grow with just emotions. I love emotions, but they're not our ruler. They're our servants. Some days, you don't. I don't feel like it. Time to just make a decision to spend your time wisely. You can't control that. The Holy Ghost is going to help you. Amen. God will help you. You say, I just, my heart's not in it. You want to be saved or don't you? Wow. Yeah, I said it. Do you want, is this the most important thing in your life? Amen. If this is the most important thing in your life, it's not going to matter on how I feel. Yes, right. Amen. Right. Well, praise God. Right. You're, going You're going to find out. You're going to find out. You're going to find out how important that baby is when it cries in the middle of the night, right? That's right. Ah, it's not that important. My sleep is more important, right? right. Well, praise God. Somebody said, I, I heard somebody, man, I read something actually that they were talking about how people, I just don't have enough time. And they said... You know, and then the same person that was telling them they don't have enough time for, for, for the things that matter in their life, then their water heater broke and it flooded their basement. And it took them eight hours to get a hold of somebody, get them out there, get it stopped leaking or pouring out, start getting it fixed. You know, they made time for an emergency. Right. All of a sudden, they had all this time. Everything stopped yeah. when this happened. Why? Because that's important. Hello? Can I tell you, you can make time for God. What you spend, but you can't waste your time and then say, why is my relationship not what it ought to be? Well, praise God. Ephesians, the fourth chapter, we read it so often. When we come to the house of God, don't waste time. Don't waste time. I'm telling you, a lot of preachers, they just seem like they're upset about something, don't they? (laughs) Well, I'll tell you, this is serious business. This is our souls. See, people that are supposed to be just true blue Christians, just so lukewarm, not really entering into worship, really distracted during prayer time. And... And this is an opportunity that we can come into the presence of God. See, there's a lot of distractions in the world. There's a bunch here. This is, honestly, I know this is a battleground. Don't get me wrong. But it's, it's tough to really, to have the kind of prayer we can have here together when you're surrounded by people full of God. It's not always easy to do that throughout the day. In fact, you have the exact opposite out there. You got things that are just sucking the life out of you, right? So you come in here and, 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 and there's people praying and there's somebody up here saying, come on, let's pray. Yeah. We all, it, and you don't, come on. that's a choice you're making. Right. Amen. 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 A lot of what really clicked for me many years ago was realizing how many choices I do have. Amen. Right. I didn't say they're easy, right. Right. but to make a choice to say, you know what, I'm going to take this time and I'm going to. Put my heart into it. Amen. Amen. Prayer in the house of God. You know why you're praying. You know what it's about. You know the distractions that are going to try to hit you. And you know the day that you had. And you want to get the most out of this. You want the anointing to be there on the preacher and on the musicians. And the worship. And you want God to work. So you pray. Because you take this seriously. Amen. Amen. Worship. We say it so often, so amazing things can happen, but it doesn't happen when we're lukewarm. Right. It doesn't happen when we make a choice to give him the bare minimum. Right. Amen. Amen. I, I I really do believe sometimes that, you know, something is better than nothing, but you know, in the there's a principle in the Word of God that you see way back in the old testament that their sacrifices were to be their best. Yeah. Yeah. You remember Malachi? Whew. Malachi really lays it out, but it's God speaking through Malachi and he says, you give me the, the, the lambs that have been ripped up or sick something. He said, why don't you take those diseased, ripped up animals and serve them to your governor and see if he feels like he's being honored. You wouldn't do that. He said, if I'm a father, where's my honor? You say you honor me, but you're not showing it. This bare minimum idea that we can come to the house of God and say, well, listen, I've been living for God for all these years and I know I'm well, I'm going to tell you something. The way is narrow and few there be that find it. And this idea that he's going to come back and find us lukewarm, no matter how many years you've been living for God, lukewarm prayers, lukewarm worship, no real conviction to say, I'm going to leave here and I'm going to do better in my home. Amen. Amen. I'm going to talk better. I'm going to act better. I'm going to be better. I'm going to look at all the things in my life that God's called me to be, not only in my relationship with him, my relationship with the people God's put in my life. Amen. First and foremost, God help me to be better in that when I leave this place. If I leave this house coming into the presence of God, praying and worshiping with all my heart, it's going to affect me. And if I come in here and go through the motions of, all oh, this is everything to me, and go home the same way week after week that I've always been, you're playing church. I can say that with authority because I've played church. I know what it's like to just really be able to people that can shout and, and, and dance and leap and sing and then go away and just be the same old they've always been. Never grow, never learn, never feel like they need to do better. Amen. God will help you be better. Don't waste your time. Do it right. It's a narrow path. Look what it says. Did I tell you Ephesians 4. Ephesians four eleven. God gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers. Listen to this, for the perfecting of the saints. Right. There's a lot more here we're going to read, but listen, that's what God's called the ministry for. Yeah. You say, well, I'm a child of God. You're here to be perfected. Right, right. You, and if you walk out of God's house and say, well, I'm good enough. And God's saying, I was trying to lay something on his heart to get you perfected. Yeah. Amen. You have no idea how many times I've seen people struggle. And sometimes they say they know they're struggling. Say, I think I can help you. I think I have some answers. I've been praying. I see it. Not interested. Say, do they say that? No, they just don't call. They don't ask. They don't. I'll tell you, if you want to do better, you can do better. Amen. 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 Don't be afraid to do better. It keeps getting better. But I want to tell you, if you really fear God and say, I want to be one of those on the narrow path, few, I want to be one of those few, you're going to say, hey, God, talk to me. Help me. Give me all the help I can get. Amen. That just makes sense. You see people in this world. Paul talked about it. Paul talked about those that run a race. He even talked about those that are going for the prize. Amen. You look at people trying to be the best athlete in their their sport or whatever it is they're willing i'll tell you what they're willing to have a coach tell them what needs to happen amen there are people whether it's in business i i remember years ago somebody telling me about a seminar they went to that they cost thousands of dollars to go to they had them up in the air. They wanted them to show emotion. They wanted them to break out of their comfort zone. They had them screaming and yelling and jumping up and down. And you should have heard the things that they paid thousands of dollars because it, they felt like this. If you get understanding uh, what these principles are and how you can get out of make a choice to get out of your comfort zone, you can be successful, become a millionaire, too. And people fill a stadium like that. And then people that say they love God with all their heart, soul, mind and strength. Well, the look on his face offended me. Well, you know, his use of punctuation in a text message made me feel like he was in a, had a bad attitude. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't know he was in the shower, you know, and I didn't answer right away. So now I don't know if I can live for God. If I went on and on to tell you all the crazy ways people have been offended. Amen. I want to tell you what, we got to be stronger than that. God has given ministry to get you where He wants you to be. This isn't my will. The perfecting of the saints for the work of the ministry. The edifying of the body of Christ. Till we all come to the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man. Under the measure of the stature of the fullness. Well, I'm just weak and I'm just a sinner and I'm just this. God says, I want you heading towards perfection. Amen. I want you heading towards maturity. I, I don't use it. Ah, oh, no, I'm not perfect. God oh, just forgave me. Don't revel in that. Don't be excited about not being perfect. Be, God, I want to do better. I want to grow. I want to see souls saved. I want to see revival. I want to see somebody. I want to see the power of God in this generation. Yes. It doesn't happen because we just, oh, I got it now. I'm okay. Till we all come to the union of the faith of the knowledge of the Son of God. Verse 14, that we henceforth be no more children. That's what God said. That we henceforth be no more children. you got to start somewhere, but hey, let's grow up. Time to grow up. Time to just go ahead. How do people stick? How do people stay faithful? How do people do well? How does God use people? I'm going to tell you what. Praise God. They grow. They apply themselves. Their prayer time. Their time in the house of God. Their time in the word of God. Their time being faithful with God. They apply themselves because, with, with sincerity and not hypocrisy. Like we were singing earlier and I said, oh, I forget how the, the line went. All of me, all of me. I give you all of me. Yeah. We have the ability to say, I give you my all. And the Lord says, that's lip service. Right. Your heart's not in it. That's right. I'm singing. I, you have my all and I'm going through it. God saying, well, let go then and worship me. Yeah. Right. Just give me your all. Yeah. Don't talk about it. Do it. <laughs> right. That we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine. Deception. Every wind of doctrine, by the slight of men, the cunning craftiness whereby they lie and wait to deceive. Help us, Lord. Oh, I could you've heard me preach about it so many times. So many liars, so much deception. But it tickles the ears. It doesn't it doesn't challenge you. To grow in godly character. Help us, Lord. But speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things, which is the head even Christ, whom the, whole, whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplieth. That's a challenge for some. We preach about it. We're not going to go into it right now. But listen, when you start saying, I'm going to grow and I'm going to learn, that brings us together. It's a body. It's the body. You can't just grow up by yourself. We need one another. Not everybody's doing as awesome as you are. You need to just forbear with us for a while. We're all going to get there. Amen. Amen. The whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplieth according to the effectual working in the measure of every part. Every part's important. Every part is so important, making increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. We take it home. Amen. Yeah. We take it home. We've got to get better. Yeah. I preached it here a few weeks ago about the, the man who was filled with a legion of demons. What what Jesus tell him? Go home. Yeah. Be better there. Amen. Right. I will be held accountable. Say, well, you're a pastor. That is, you'd be right. right. But if I f- fail at home... But everybody thinks I'm an awesome pastor. I'm a failure. Amen. Brother Clements years ago preached winning, winning in the field, but losing at home. I got to take what God's called me to be first and foremost. So seriously, that's going to take some serious use of my time. It's not going to happen naturally. It's not going to happen by luck. I've got to spend my time wisely. Do you ever buy something cost a lot of money and then realize you wasted your money? I could have used that for something so much better. And now I got this piece of junk. <laughs> uh-huh. What was I thinking? Probably wasn't thinking enough. Right. Probably just went on a whim. Thought I couldn't live without it. Now look what I have. Yeah. Oh, preacher. Yeah, I thought you were preaching hard before, but now. <laughs> whew, you know, you're just mean. <laughs> but listen. Our time. Yes, sometimes we spend it for things that are vanity. And listen to what Jesus, what the Word of God says. We become vain. We become vain all of our life. What's it worth? What's it about? What, what's our purpose? What is? What are we becoming? I want to grow in God. I'm telling you how you grow in God. He'll help you. He'll enable you. He'll empower you. But you've got to make those hard decisions to spend your time wisely. Can we bow our heads in prayer? Titling this, The Time You Spend. The Time You Spend. Hallelujah. Oh, this is reach out to him. God, we need you. We need you, God. Not only is it important that we take some time every day spend time with God. But we need to look at that time we're spending with him. We need to look at that time that we have So many other things, maybe we will spend, I don't know, we just let God lead us, you pray with me about it. But there's so many, so many times I've seen, brother was talking tonight about memorial service he attended. How many people will wake up and realize, what am I spending my time on? I could talk for a while about how important it is that our families, our loved ones, we waste so much time on things that really aren't going to matter. So many things we allow ourselves to come against each other that really we only have so much time. Let's, let's join together. Church, as brothers and sisters, we can't waste our time picking one another apart. We need to strengthen one another and help one another. We're in battles, yes. Going through some trials, yes. Take that time. Try. Put the effort in to be a blessing. I wish being a blessing just came naturally, but it's not our default setting. you got to put the effort in to be a blessing. You gotta make it an act of your will. Hallelujah. Let's all pray. Let's find a place. To talk to the Lord. Lukewarm time that could be spent so much better. This Bible talks about loving God, serving God with all your heart. Doing whatever you find to do with all your heart. You'll see it over and over again when God gives you an opportunity, put your heart into it, do it heartily. When you're at your job, heartily under the Lord. I give to In the name of Jesus, help us, God. Help us, God, to spend our time serving you with all of our hearts. I believe God's helping us to. Been blunt I know I've been very straightforward if you could feel the urgency I feel in my spirit for less few days with this in my heart you'd know. I believe God's trying to get somebody's attention. I believe there's a there's coming a time. the Bible says in the book of Revelation time no longer. You spent your last minute. You spent your last hour. Redeeming the time for the days are evil. Redeem your time. God lead you. We're living in such a day where we are so spread so thin. We've got our mind on so many different things. And we have lost our ability to just focus in. So much background noise. So many things that try to take our attention away from what's really valuable got to put that aside. Focus on the things that really matter. Sometimes you have to ask to be honest with yourself. Say, have I been really spending my time wisely? Have I been putting the quality into the things that I've been doing or could I do better? That's really to me the, the challenge every day. Okay, I'm going to take some time to do this. Now let me do it with all my heart. Let me put my heart into it because you'll find yourself growing. You'll find yourself going in a direction. You'll find yourself getting, growing rather. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Appreciate my brothers and sisters. Appreciate your faithfulness. God's winding things up. Let's put our hearts into serving Him, not waste any more time. Let's all stand. Father, thank You. Thank You, Lord. Thank You for this service tonight. Thank You for talking to us again. Thank You, Lord, for those that have heard Your Word. Help us to take it seriously, Lord, and just apply it to our lives. Continue, Lord. Continue to just take this Word and guide us with it. Lord, keep us safe as we travel draw us, Lord, just closer to you and work through us in a greater measure. Lord, we love you. We thank you. We ask it all in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. Amen, amen. God bless you, church.